Welcome to Inner Guidance, the podcast dedicated to rediscovering your intuition and finding the answers within during life's pivotal moments. I'm your host, Jenna Donahue, to guide you on this transformative journey to explore your purpose, embrace the unknown, and bridge the gap between your inner and outer worlds. So let's dive in, because your path is uniquely yours, and with your inner guidance, we'll reveal the way forward together. Hello, hello, beautiful souls, and welcome back to another episode of Inner Guidance. I can't believe that it is already the end of January, first week of February coming up here. What a beautiful, grounding, and crazy month it has been. And as I was kind of reflecting on what I wanted to share with you this week, I was thinking a lot about the different cycles that we go through in life. You know, when I was living in my corporate life, I felt like I was constantly in go mode. It was five days a week, six days a week, and my mind was always thinking about work, and that just never seemed to end. And it's interesting because I feel like one of the biggest transitions that has really taken place for me the past couple of years as I've been leaning into more of an intuitive path in life and working on my own creations and setting my own schedule is that it's been so important to understand how I use my own energy. And there's so many different ways that we can use to really self-discover and understand what our natural energy looks like. But what I am learning is that I am a very, very cyclical person, as we all are but we just have different variations of what those cycles look like. And as I was thinking about the start of the new year, traditionally there is such a push from our culture to start fresh, right? It's like January 1st rolls around and all of a sudden we have our new goals and we're putting out more in life. We're going to the gym more, we're eating healthy, we're doing more, more, more. When it's interesting because it's also the middle of winter, which is a time of rest and hibernation and coming back to yourself so we can really have the energy come springtime and summer to go into that build mode. And so I'm mentioning all of this because I I hope that everybody's giving themselves some grace right now. There has been a lot happening astrologically and just with the new year, there's a lot of energy going on. The interesting part that I really, really want to lean into today is kind of beyond this idea of cycles, but instead, what is required to move into a new cycle, to move into a new chapter in your life? So as you really start going on your spiritual journey or your inner journey, what's so beautiful about that process is that you get to meet so many different versions of yourself. And that's essentially the process of growth, right? When we're moving through life a little bit less consciously, it's almost like we are being controlled by life. But when we start understanding how to work with our own energy to be intentional with the direction that we want to go, we start to become the creators of our own reality. And so this is such an important topic if you are on this path. It's the idea of how we can really let go in order to move forward. 
I know there's been many times, especially over the past two or three years, where it's felt like there's been inner lessons on hyperdrive. And that's caused me to make a lot of changes in my life, not only with my own relationship to myself, but with relationships with others, with job changes, career changes, location changes. And I'm saying all of this because if you're listening to this podcast, I can imagine that you're someone who is also going through a lot of changes in life. But there comes a point when we start to understand that we need to let go of something. And it's not as easy as just saying, okay, I'm done with that. I'm calling in the new, right? There is this sacred process that goes on within us and allows us to fully have closure, to fully have acceptance with what we are shifting away from and move towards what we desire. And I want to talk about this energetically for a moment because I am someone who has in the past held on very often, especially when it's come to intimate relationships. I've had a really, really hard time letting go of relationships that are over And I honor and respect the journey that I needed to go through because it really helped me to go within my heart in a deeper level. But I am sharing this because if you are someone who is feeling excited about the new year, you have a lot of ambitions, you have a lot of goals, you have a lot of desires. Part of the process of allowing those things to move through us requires that we let go of what no longer serves us. And the way that I like to think of letting go is that say that you have something to the left and something to the right. Hold your hand out on the left and look into your palm and envision something there. You have all of your tension on your left hand and you cannot even see what is in the right. And so energetically, we need to understand how to shift our attention back to a neutral space so we can understand where we are going next. I also like to think about this from the perspective of even if you're holding on to something like 15 or 20%, right? Maybe it's just coming up every couple of days or every couple of weeks, but when it does, it's very triggering and hurtful. What could you do if you pulled that momentum forward? If you could put your all into what is coming next? And once again, the reason we're talking about this is because this is not an easy process. It might be simple, I've laid it out into five different steps, but it's not easy because each person has different attachments for different reasons, different lessons that come through these different chapters in our lives. But the thing I am here to remind you of is that you find your power when you let go and not letting go from a place of resentment or anger, but letting go from a place of compassion and acceptance and surrender and gratitude. That energy is so different. And oftentimes when we think about the term letting go, we think of it as in letting go of relationships, right? But this concept is true constantly throughout our life. We are constantly going through rebirths and deaths, rebirths and deaths. And this could even be the process of letting go of an old version of yourself, a habit that you've held on to for so long. This could be letting go of a career that you invested 10 plus years in. This could be letting go of what you've called home. This could be letting go of a belief that has made you feel safe and secure for your entire life. It's in the micro moments and the macro moments. And so I hope that this can give you some clarity on where in life you might still be holding on 
But more importantly, I hope that this can really lay out a process of the inner transformation that takes place as we let go in order to call in something new and move forward. So let's dive in. The five steps to let go in order to move forward. So step number one is making a decision. We've talked a lot about our own empowerment, especially when we dove into the solar plexus, right? Which is associated to decision-making. And oftentimes we feel really out of control or confused in life when we're not making decisions. This is a reminder that if you're feeling stuck, the first thing we need to do is make a decision. Now, you're allowed to change your mind. Right? As you start going through the process, new insights might be coming through. But energetically, if you are unable to decide which direction you want to go in, you're going to remain stuck. I know that I have felt like I was in purgatory at the end of certain relationships. It was like for six months, I knew. I knew that this wasn't serving my highest good, but I was too afraid to make the decision. And of course, that had its own skew of lessons that I am grateful for. But my point is the first thing that we need to do is make a decision that we are ready to let go or move in a new direction, that we are ready to let go of the resentment and the pain, and we are ready to step into abundance and love. So whatever that decision is for you, Know that you are going to make that decision when you're ready, but that is really what begins the process of letting go. So step number two is understanding and feeling emotions. So I've actually been reading this book and it's really bringing up a lot of beautiful insights. It's called The Gift of the Body. I think I've mentioned it before. And something that he talks about is this idea that everything starts from the mental body. So everything that we manifest begins from the mind and the mental body in particular. And from there, an emotional response is evoked within our body. I'm mentioning this because sometimes I get stuck in the loop of like, okay, which came first, the chicken or the egg? Which came first, the thought or the emotion? Because it feels like I am ping-ponging back and forth. So since we are in the process of letting go, oftentimes this almost shows up in reverse. It's like we need to deal with the emotional repercussions of where we were to free up and be able to create a new direction. Something that I really appreciate during this stage of letting go is one, allowing yourself the time and space to process whatever is coming up. And oftentimes for me, it's very surprising what emotions come up as I'm letting go. I've almost been in a process of letting go of the old version of me, right? The corporate, successful, like grinding version of me and really stepping into the abundant and gentle creator version of me. And it brings up a lot of emotion often. And so allowing yourself to feel that emotion is so important. But I want to remind you that within each emotion lies a lesson. Our emotional body is communicating to us constantly. So we usually do one of three things. We repress it and never feel it because the emotion feels too difficult. We feel the emotion and become a victim to it. And all of a sudden we are consumed by this emotion. Or thirdly, we feel the emotion and we listen to the wisdom and we understand what this experience is really teaching us. 
So I'm going to share a couple of examples here that are really powerful for me when I'm processing emotion to just contemplate, okay, is this telling me something deeper? So the first emotion that comes up often as we're letting go is grief. Grief is a deeper extension of sadness. And the wisdom of grief is that it is actually helping us to liberate ourselves from the past, to cleanse our past. And this is why grieving is so painful because on an emotional and energetic level, your body is starting to let go. The beautiful thing about grief, and we can tie this into sadness as well because it's the same family, is that sadness and grief allows us to connect and unlock our heart and our abundance. This one is so powerful. It's the concept of yin and yang, shadow and light, right? The more that we allow the grief to move through us, the more that we can feel our heart. And that's because grief is really calling us forward as an expression of empathy. Empathy for ourself, empathy for another, empathy for whatever you are letting go. And empathy is one of the signature energies of the heart. And so it's like on the other side of that grief and that sadness, our hearts open and it allows us to see things from a different perspective. The second emotion I want to touch on is fear. Now, the real lesson of fear is to teach us discernment. Because we're no longer living in a state where we constantly need to be in fear for our life. Fear was initially a reaction that we were unsafe, right? An animal was coming, a predator was coming, our nervous system, our adrenaline spikes so we can be on guard, but we're not necessarily living in that day and age anymore. And so from a spiritual perspective, I really like to see fear as a lesson in discernment. The lesson is, okay, is this a threshold that I can push through to grow mentally, emotionally, spiritually. It's just something that I haven't done yet. Or is this fear warning me that this is unsafe, right? Because we don't always just want to push fear aside like it's a negative thing. Maybe you have a bad feeling about a person you're engaging with or an opportunity that you're moving towards, or maybe you have some fear around the thing that you're letting go of. There's a lesson there. Are you afraid of just being alone in your own energy? Or is there something about that relationship or that situation that really wasn't right? And you want to contemplate that and understand that for the future. And the final emotion that often comes up when we are letting go of something could be resentment. Resentment is an umbrella of so many emotions. It's anger, it's shame, it's hurt, it's sadness. And resentment can feel really heavy because when we first start feeling resentment, we are typically in a victim mentality. We are feeling like someone did something to us and we are blaming them. The alchemy of sitting with your resentment is you start to take responsibility and you also start to create boundaries. Because oftentimes resentment can teach us a lot about what was not okay, what was unjust, where your boundaries were crossed. And that's beautiful information for you to receive moving forward. Now, of course, there are so many different emotions we could talk about, but I wanted to highlight those three because oftentimes when we're letting go, we feel grief, we feel fear, and we feel resentment. But all emotions are allowed in this stage. And the point is that whenever they come up, you are creating space to feel them. Okay, the third step of letting go is moving into acceptance. Just as we were talking about cycles in the beginning of the podcast, the first two steps are really about kind of the winter, the cleansing, the yang energy, allowing ourselves to release what no longer serves us. 
right? Making the mental decision to let go, feeling the emotions that come with letting go of that thing in your life. And then we start moving towards a more neutral ground, which is the energy of acceptance. How I like to feel into acceptance is sometimes it takes a little bit of intentional work for me. Oftentimes, there's going to be reoccurring moments where I start getting pulled backwards. I start doubting myself and then I come back, I ground myself, I neutralize myself and I remind myself that everything is perfect how it is. I've learned the lessons from the past. I can let those go. I trust myself that I will bring those lessons into the future. But right now I am just in a stage of acceptance. And as you start connecting with your heart during this stage, Something I really like to feel into is gratitude for the lessons of the past. I know that, especially during breakups, my heart is transformed when I can start feeling gratitude for the lessons of that relationship, when I can start remembering the beautiful moments that we had so I can really feel an appreciation for everything that has happened in my life. And during the stage of acceptance, as we start finding gratitude for the lessons, as we start neutralizing our nervous system, we really start coming into a place of understanding our needs. So when we kind of move out of the pain and the emotional state and we are more grounded, we can start understanding, okay, so that was something in my life that I'm moving on from. And something that I learned is this. For example, maybe I learned I really desire someone who wants to focus on communication in relationships because maybe I didn't have that previously. Or I really desire to have more flexibility in my life and my career. I want to be able to go work remotely for four weeks or five weeks. Great, that's a need that I have. And so when we are more neutral and not emotionally charged, we can start understanding what our needs are. And that is so powerful as we move forward to be clear on our own needs and desires. And then I also really like to call in the concept of faith, which is trusting that what is coming next is exactly what we need. Because once again, when we're kind of in between the stage of letting go and being in something new, there is a stage of acceptance. And the best thing that you can do is continue to have faith that you are exactly where you need to be. Okay, so step number four, one of my favorites, is vision and manifestation. And I want you to notice how I'm talking about this as a later part of the process, because although we should always be leaning into vision and having clarity on where we want to go, if we are still holding on to the past and we haven't gone through the process of emotionally clearing, we oftentimes don't have clarity on what we want next. Because we think we do, but oftentimes that's our ego speaking because we're in the victim mentality. And so it's important that we start intentionally leaning into vision after we've gone through the process of emotionally letting go of something. And so what does it mean to really start leaning into vision? Once you are in a neutral place, you can start understanding what is it that I want to call in next in my life? If you're rather letting go of a version of yourself, a relationship, a career, a home, a friend, whatever that thing is, this is where we take all of the lessons that we've been talking about and we can start saying to the universe, this is what I want next. And this part is supposed to be fun. 
And so I love to create a ritual for myself where I sit down and I journal about where I want to go. Even if I don't know the specifics, I can at least talk about how I want to feel. How do I want to feel as I am creating? How do I want to feel with my future partner? Everybody manifests a little bit differently. So this is going to be personal to your own experience. But what is important here is that since you've taken the time to really clear the mind and clear the emotional body, I want you to manifest from your heart. I heard a really, really powerful point the other day where someone said, hey, all of my manifestations came true, but I was manifesting from my mind. So all of my manifestations were my ego's creation. And so this is why the work with the heart is so important. Your heart is pure when you're connected to that source. And so when we think about desire, where is your desire coming from? Is it coming from your mind? Is it coming from something primal? Or is it being transmuted through your heart so you can really have discernment on what is going to serve you best? And this is why the practices that we're doing around intuition is so important because our desires move through our heart chakra to essentially purify and cleanse them so we can have clarity on what is true to us. Your heart's desires will always lead you where you're meant to go. And so as you are creating this energy of manifestation and vision creation, it is so important that you tap into your heart. And step number five is aligned action. So once we have clarity on where we want to go, this is when we really start taking action. I like to use the word aligned action because it is aligning to our heart's desires. And this can sometimes be a difficult stage if we haven't let go. So this is why it's the final step. We need to go through that inner process of releasing in order to have the faith and the discipline and the devotion to move in a new direction. So once you've cleared your channel, cleared your vessel, this is when you can start moving in a way that aligns with the version of who you want to become. And this is really important. So if you were envisioning that you want to live in a state of inner peace, that you want to create from a place of joy instead of fear, this is where you get to show up for yourself. So if you are wanting to start a project, if you're wanting to start a business, whatever that is, going through this process first is going to allow you to energetically clear yourself to move forward from a neutral and abundant energy. What we want to avoid is moving forward from a place of fear. And so if you're sitting in a lot of fear about the unknown or where you want to go next, that's okay. That is normal. But my invitation is to just take a moment to clear your energy Maybe do a quick meditation, maybe go for a walk, maybe take a couple of breaths because the energy that you create from is going to influence the result at the end. I know so many people that have built something so massive in this lifetime, but then they reach a point where they have no desire or connection to it and they feel so lost because they did something from their head right? They're like, this feels like this is going to bring me success. This is what I want to do. And, and I'm sure they learned all the lessons that they needed to learn. But my point here is taking aligned action means that you are taking it one step at a time from a grounded and abundant perspective. And as we start taking those steps, oftentimes the next step is revealed. 
So we don't always know exactly where we're going, but we do know that we just let go and cleared the energy to move in a new direction. So this is when you can start really tapping into your power, your intuitive power. It's like once you feel that hit of inspiration, go for it. We've talked about this in previous podcasts and I will continue to say it. Intuition speaks to you in the next logical step from a grounded place. And so ask yourself as you are moving forward in whatever process you are creating or manifesting, are you living and moving from a place of grounded intuition or from a place of fear and ego and mind? And just check in with yourself. That's all you need to do is start bringing awareness to the process. So I hope that you enjoyed this episode. I know that so many of us are going through massive transformations right now, starting to envision where we want to go in life. And I hope that this can be a supportive reminder that it's okay to slow down and honor the process and the natural cycle of shedding, of letting go before we step into creation and rebirthing. In the long term, it's going to bring you so much more inner peace and clarity. And for all of you that are creating something right now, I am so proud that you are choosing to go after the thing that you desire, that you are choosing to be the creator of your reality. And I'm also just so grateful that you are part of this community and really listening to your heart and really doing the inner work to create something from a place of abundance and love. And although letting go can be one of the most difficult things that we have to do in this lifetime, on the other side of letting go is a new chapter. A new chapter that you cannot see yet, something that is bigger and more beautiful than what you can even imagine. And so I hope that you can continue to lean into faith, lean into your heart, lean into your intuition, and really trust the process. I am sending you so much light and love, and until next time.